Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, it's all Roster Mania talk. Uh, we officially have hit the point where teams had to extend uh, or not renew players' contracts, so we've got crazy announcements coming out left and right. Players are free agents, and a lot of them, maybe the most we've ever seen. So this whole episode is going to be dedicated to talking roster moves that are going on and rumors and what Brock and I think should be done with rosters. So if you guys know anything about me, you know this is... Apart from champs and apart from tournaments, my favorite part of the year is roster mania, even more than the games being played sometimes, because it's fun to speculate on rosters. So excited to get into that. And that's basically what this entire episode is going to be dedicated to. Uh, so if you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube and drop a follow, drop a five-star review on the audio platforms. We appreciate all the support as always. The support in the last couple um, podcasts has been crazy. Back-to-back uh, podcasts with over 2K listens on YouTube. So you guys have been crushing it we know it's that time of year where people are still really interested in because champs and roster mania so we appreciate all the support and without further ado let's talk roster mania brock how you doing today oh doing pretty good today you know some wild stuff happening here next couple weeks for the roster mania and all that stuff so excited to get into it yeah it's one of the best times of year to be honest if you're a big cod fan and have been following for a while or you're new and this is your first roster mania Enjoy it because after this, we will go into the absolute driest of times. Mm -hmm. If you're a CDL fan, uh, we'll have basically after this, you know, after here in America, the 4th of July hits, you know, teams will start signing around then. And then a few weeks later, most rosters will be basically confirmed about three weeks from now. And then it'll get real boring for a long time because we won't even have the new game for like five months. So it's going to get dry out here. So you really, everybody... Get all the enjoyment you can out of roster media because it's gonna get a uh, gonna get boring out here for that. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm ready to get into it though. The only other thing I had in the docket to maybe talk about was X Defiant Beta. Played it, enjoyed it a lot. Excited for that game to come out and maybe not have us have such a dry lull while we wait for the new COD. We might have a a fun FPS to play that we're actually good at because you know. You and I try our hand at Valorant and everything, but being controller players our whole life, we suck at Valorant. Yeah. Um, so controller FPS is a lot more upper alley. Arcade shooters have always been my thing. I've always been a Halo and a COD guy, and you've always been a COD guy. So mm-hmm. arena FPS is more upper alley. Yeah, definitely was easier to get into on like Valorant. <laughs> yeah, I go on Valorant, I get dominated on that game. I was going on and I was dominating. It was it was a lot of fun. It's a good game though. I'm I'm excited to see how that game grows. Definitely, especially with the rank, when the rain system comes out. That, Ooh. And they seem so dedicated to the competitive side of things, which is obviously for you and I, something we really look for because that's what we really like to play is the competitive aspect of the game. So excited to get into that. Yep. But let's jump into Roster Mania. We've got so much to talk about. I don't even know where to begin because there's all the people getting dropped. There's some roster rumors, although we're still in such an early stage of Roster Mania that there are like, not really many roster rumors out there. There's like the little tidbits, like maybe Clay to Boston, you know, maybe Envoy and Draza to Optic, could still be Pred, maybe Sid, maybe Octane to Optic. You, you know, you've got the rumors that maybe FaZe could pick up a, an Octane or somebody like that. Florida is potentially going with all Spanish squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, that seems to be really the most solidified roster um, or rumor yeah. right now. Probably the most likely of any rumor to happen right now is that Florida roster. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. They're rebranding Which, to Heretics. Yeah, who knows how good that team will be, but it's very exciting for the league because, as we know, 
Spanish fan base over there is huge and heretics mm-hmm. has a massive following. Um, so something like that, you know, bringing in that fan base would be absolutely massive. So I'm excited for that team just for selfish reasons of, uh, of yeah. wanting to see the league grow. Cause we know, I mean, how many followers does heretics have? Yeah. Heretics has 1.1 million followers on Twitter. A lot of followers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that is a ton of followers. That Spanish fan base goes crazy. We've seen it in mm-hmm. like some. There's some huge uh, streamers, Spanish-speaking streamers that are just massive that you may have never heard of. Because I mean, obviously, if you're somebody that doesn't speak Spanish, you're probably not tuning into too many Spanish-speaking streams because harder for you to understand. But they are huge. Like some of the records they break are insane. So yeah, huge to bring to the league, and we always like to bring in um, people from around the world because. Globally diversified league leads to success. It honestly makes things more interesting. Yep, I agree with that. All right, let's talk about some of the the people that got squad wiped and players dropped. Just going to kind of go in timeline order that I see here. There is so much stuff on the timeline. I could miss it, but as we talk about what we think people should do with their rosters, we'll cover it all if we miss somebody as we're scrolling through this quick, but there is so much going on. Um, I mean, we did see the league minimum raised about 3000 uh, yep. $3,500-ish, so that's good to see. It was like to see the, the players getting uh, a little more money, and they're required to be paid about 58 k now, uh, whereas it used to be about $55. Um, first thing that really came out that kind of shocked the world, we heard maybe there were some rumblings of Toronto struggling financially, mm-hmm. um, and the rumor is that uh, they have told Scrap they plan to put two or three rookies around him and move on from Insight and Kleenex. I don't think they've officially... Moved on from Insight and Kleenex. I think they're trying to sell those players. However, they have made Hixie an unrestricted free agent and did not extend his option. So Toronto, the first team to make some moves, that was a shocking one. And I believe it was the rotation or somebody did tweet that apparently it isn't a financial thing. According to what they're saying, they're saying they're completely comfortable with it and it's just a move they want that management wanted to make, which a little odd. Are you confused by that? I'm a lot of confused by that since, you know, they just took second. <laughs> yeah. The world championships. That doesn't make any sense because I guess maybe from a management perspective, if they're not all that knowledgeable about the game and depending on who's making the decision, I can maybe see a world where they would have been able to justify Hixie being moved. Mm-hmm. Not saying I think that Hixie had to be dropped or that they couldn't win with him. Clearly they could because they were at the top of every tournament, but... I could see from a management perspective, if you're looking at the numbers that um, Scrappy was dropping like crazy and how he was an MVP candidate and Hixie's numbers were lower, I can see from just a pure, just looking at basic stats, you could say like, oh, well, there's all these SMG players. There's a Pred out there. Obviously, they're not going to get Pred, but there's a Pred out there. There's all these guys that have better numbers than Hixie, so maybe we should get one of those more talented guys like that. Not saying it's correct, but I could see management looking at it like that. But the insight and Kleenex move with how much success they've had with this organization, just, it baffles me. And they've been there for, what, now, two or three years? The entire CDL. Kalisa has been there since, actually, when it first started. And Insight signed very quickly as an academy player. Yeah. And was instantly put into the roster. So Mm -hmm. Insight's been there for most of the time, and Kleenex Kleenex was literally signed in the offseason before MW, so he has been on Ultra his entire career in the CDL. Yeah. It is shocking. Maybe you just want to like move on from the players, get new I, people in, but that like, makes no sense still. 
Yeah, and especially if it's not a money thing. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that. I still believe that they just don't want to admit it is. But if it's not a money thing, it makes zero sense to move on from those two. Yeah. Literally, play second. It's not a money thing, so I can get rid of players. You know, they're good. And also, even if their plan was to just move on from Hixie, if you have a team of Insight, Scrappy, and Kleenex, it's not going to be hard to attract a sub to go play mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, a good sub, too. Yeah, the sub players in free agency would be lining up to play with that team. They'd be one of the hottest destinations because, one, that's a very good team to join, and two, from all accounts, Toronto seems like a very good orc to play for. People seem to enjoy their time there. Um, seems to have a good fan base and everything. Yeah. And support from the org. So, like, I would think that people want to go there, you know, given all factors, organization, and the team in place. So that move just seems to make no sense. Yeah, so it's likely, like you said, probably the money thing, but I just want to say it's not for now. And if they're selling off the whole team, I feel like for the right price, if uh, Phase or Noptic came knocking for Scrappy, they shouldn't sell him away because he is a young superstar, but who knows? If they're willing to do all this, who knows what they're willing to do? Maybe they'll even sell off Scrappy. Yeah, but also, if they wanted to go with two or three rookies... Like they said, they wanted to, but I don't think he's keep Hixie because he's probably on the minimum. Yeah, he's if he if he's not on the minimum, he's probably on a very cheap contract. So yeah, I fully agree too. So like, they wanted to go with younger, cheap players, especially because Hixie is like Scrappy's duo. Yeah, up together in challengers, Scrappy clearly very, very much enjoys playing with Hixie. Yeah, definitely wants him. Yeah, so yeah, like you said, maybe it isn't a money thing then because Hixie is probably on one of the cheaper contracts, I would assume. Yeah. And it's not whatever he signed when he was a challengers player uh, on the academy team and as a substitute. I guarantee you, it's cheaper than what he would get now after having uh, an event win and lots of good placings, a second at champs. There's no way his contracts can get cheaper than it was when he signed as a substitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. So, well, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're doing over there, but we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then another team. Close to squad wiping, didn't fully squad wipe, but I guess two of these players weren't even playing for them at champs. But Nero, Vivid, and Awakening on Boston also joined the unrestricted free agent pool. Three very good players added to the pool. I mean, if you were to, let's say we're counting Inside and Kleenex as free agents, even though they're technically, you know, still under contract, but are basically being shopped around, um, this would already be a pretty insane free agent class if you told me that Insight, Kleenex, Awakening, Nero, and Vivid were all in there. That's already pretty good crop of players and there is a lot more to come but yeah three very good players added to the pool two fast-paced smgs and um a pretty slay heavy ar or flex yeah blake was like top top five kd all year basically and he usually always is right up there with his play style um talented may not play the most correct way but i think you can fix that (laughs) he's talented and like you i mean you hit the nail on the head too like Sometimes does he play the most correct? I don't know. But there was a funny thing on timeline today about like Boston had some of the most hard point wins while being outslayed. <laughs> and Beans and Awakening were saying like that doesn't fit the people's narrative of calling a kill whore and everything. And um like you said though, you mentioned that, you know, maybe Big Wake doesn't always play the most correct. But you you were alluding to that as well. It's like What's easier to teach? Somebody how to play the game a more correct way or in a more systemed way or teach talent? Yeah. We all know the answer. Yeah, you can't teach talent. <laughs> yeah, and Big Wake, that guy has mechanically skilled. He can shoot about as straight as anyone and you know, he can he can snap and mm-hmm. he can get kills. 
with the best of them and you can maybe you know mold his game to be exactly what you want so he's a premier ar out there and i feel like with the other flexes that are available we can talk about some of them when we get towards like maybe brainstorming up some rosters but he might not be like the first pick among flexes like Draza's out there. I think people maybe would look at Draza first. I think people will look at Sib first. I even think like Ghosty Illy, they could potentially get looks before him. You know, people are high on Illy. I think Awakening mm-hmm. will probably get looked at before Illy, but Cammy also attach as ARs, maybe flexes. You know, people might like them. Temp is out there. Um, even a guy like Nasty hits the market on a cheaper level. Uh, so there's like a lot of good ARs or flexes out there. I'm not really including the main ARs, like more traditional, like your accuracy, your octane, your slash. You're just talking more flex type ARs. Um, there's a lot in the market, so Big Wake could fall secondary, and you know a team could snag him up as a very talented player to build around, you know, for the cheap. And then Nero and Vivid are both very good. I think I'm higher on both of them than the average viewer. Yeah, Nero and Vivid, they bring the pace. <laughs> they bring the pace, and once again. These teams that are out there looking for the cheaper option and how many free agents are out there, like these are high upside submachine gun players that like a team like a a Vegas or a London who typically don't get the top tier players because they're trying to get like, you know, the bottom of the barrel stuff. A Vivid and a Nero are very high ceiling players for what they normally get. They're normally getting low ceiling cheap players. You've got a lot of players. Your your Vivid, your Nero, your Capsule, all those guys out there on the cheap probably that are pretty high potential yeah agree we could talk about boston rumors but when we talk about rosters and how they're being built um we'll talk about clay a little bit because it's obviously the hot rumor for boston right now it's clay to boston but moving on to our next uh squad wipe this one is a full squad wipe minnesota rocker um they did not exercise the second-year team options on Attach, Cami, Bance, or Afro, and Fame was apparently already expiring, so they didn't have a chance. They did say they're going to evaluate all reasonable options here and potentially could re-sign some of the players, so it's not off the table that they could bring them back. Um, but another crop of very good players adding to the free agent pool and Attach, Cami, Bance, Afro, Fame, all five pretty good players in, on the right yeah. situation, you know, could mm-hmm. make some noise. I th- think real might technically be a free agent as well because his contract was expiring but i'm not sure yeah i'm not sure about real but yeah like you said good players out in the market trying to see you know guys like attach and bance even cameo was at this point but more so attach and bance these are leaders these are igls these are players that can pair with a young squad and maybe make some noise like you got a mixture you got your afro your fame to younger players that maybe people can think can be superstar type players for their team and your bands and your attached veterans, like a good mix of players. It's a crazy class. Yeah. A lot of players. <laughs> um, on to our next team. I'm trying to figure out here, you know, I got a note here about Hixie. We talked about that one. It's the big team that everybody wants to talk about. It's optic kind of expected. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hook for sure. We knew, I personally expected Ghosty to be dropped. I don't know that I agree with it. Ghosty was very good at champs and really turned this optic team around. I mean, they got back to back seconds once he joined and um, were undisputedly, you know, people might look at them the way they finished the year and not think as highly, but optic at one point during the season for like a month or two stretch were undisputedly the best team in the game. Mm -hmm. I know they didn't end up winning an event, but there was a, a moment there where like, especially online 
after major four when thieves struggled after winning and optic was still rolling like everybody was calling optic the best team in the game for like a solid month there yeah um, Did, didn't they go like 10 and 0 in qualifiers yeah two majors and back to back yeah four and five major four and five they went 10 and 0 so that's why like going into major five a lot of people were viewing them as the best team because they had gone five and oh major four qualifiers got mm-hmm. second at the event and then thieves were inconsistent on the qualifiers and then ended up um going like one and four or whatever in major five qualifiers so like going into major five optic was 10 and on online and has and back-to-back second so like everybody was viewing them as the best team i kind of expected hook to get dropped because even from the moment hook was picked up with the pred rumors it Kind of felt like Hook would have had to win like champs MVP to stay in the scene, basically. Yeah, we basically both said that if Ghosty or Hook want to stay, they're basically to win champs. <laughs> yeah, and I mean Ghosty made it harder, I'd say, yeah. to drop him. And I truly believe there's an easily a world where he could be on this team, maybe should still be on this team. Um, yeah. But I also kind of thought writing was on the wall because the way Optic is and the way the players are, they can basically get their pick of the litter and whoever they want at any time mm-hmm. because they're Optic. And I kind of figured Ghosty was going to get screwed over by that and the fact that there are so many good AR players out there. You got your Octane, um, your Sib, you know, out there. I kind of figured that was the route Optic was going to go with their second AR. It just didn't seem like they were ever going to keep Ghosty because... Whether it's the right decision or not, it seems like Optic probably wants to go for just all superstar type players, and um, that may not be the right decision because Ghosty brings a lot to the team. But yeah, I kind of thought Ghosty was going to be screwed unless they basically won champs. Yeah, same here. Unlucky, but you know it's how it goes sometimes. Yeah, and we also know with the way Optic is, Dashi and Shotzi are essentially like probably locked in for the rest of their career. So yeah. right or not, you knew those two weren't going to get moved. You knew Hook was going to get moved, and then when it came down to it, mm-hmm. they probably were going to move on from Ghosty because if they they really limped to the end of the year, dead last at Major Five, and then an underwhelming top six performance at Champs, you figured something major was going to happen with the team, and they weren't going to drop those two. So yeah, two person change, Preds out there, Envoys out there, interesting well, players out there once again. A top tier SMG and who hits the market, and a very intriguing Ghosty because not only is Ghosty a good player with good comms, also very young and feels like there could be some untapped potential there because we know how much of a slayer he was in Challengers. He didn't get to display that yep. his role in this Optic team. So uh, Ghosty also becomes a very intriguing player. He just seems like I just look at Ghosty and he just seems like the next guy to go to LA Thieves and dominate Optic. <laughs> that's that's just my initial thought on Ghosty. Something. <laughs> Just that's just what I that's just the vibes I get from just looking at the picture of Ghosty when they dropped him right there. Just like <laughs> seems like a guy that'll go to Thieves and just constantly beat up on Optic. Maybe. Um, next team, Florida. Brock, they squad wiped apart from Vickle. I think we kind of all know where this is going. Heretics, um, baby. <laughs> they're going to be bringing in, you know, the full Spanish squad, most likely guys like Eric Boom, uh, Journey, Metals, those kind of guys coming in. Could be a pretty good team because. A lot of those guys had a lot of success. You know, Eric Boom and uh, Medals were in the champs final challengers side of things. So a lot of success could be had there. But a few more good players. I, I don't know that guy like Bracket spot, but Brack did not have a bad year. Fellow also brings a lot of leadership if teams are looking for that. And I personally th- uh, thought what we saw from Capital this year was a player with a very high ceiling that could be had on the cheap and, you know, is maybe not so high up on teams' lists. 
but could end up being a very good pickup for a team that knows they're not going to get a top SMG and really focuses on him. And also Havoc, another good veteran SMG. I'll hit the market here. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of sucks for those players since, you know, had a very rebrand to like the middle of the season news and all that. So kind of sucks for those fellow Havoc and Cap and Brack, but. And yeah, they basically stood no chance here because the rumor's been out for a while now and that it was going to a full yeah. Spanish squad. So um, fortunately for the, or unfortunately for those guys, they are not Spanish speakers and don't fit that branding. So they really stood no chance. Yeah. That's how it happens though. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ben Brock, moment of silence for you because LAG, they're basically squad wiping. Apparently, they're keeping Spart also along with RCs, but Assault, Exceed, and Joe Deceives are going to hit challengers. Additionally, they dropped Arian and Mayhem from their coaching staff. Um, mm-hmm. So I guess Spart's still on there because probably would have cost something to cut him out of his two plus one. So they just kept him on there. Uh, and then RCs is sticking around. But Assault, a good veteran AR, who did have, honestly, a pretty good year for LAG situation. He did not play bad. Exceed, mm-hmm. who brings a lot of pace. Um, and I, I actually think Exceed could um, succeed in the correct situation, but I think he's going to be pretty screwed here. Not having a ton of success when he had the last-minute sub-in for Rocker and MW, and then now not having a lot of success. I think he might get screwed over just for being on a couple of really bad teams. And then the shocking one, Brock, Joe. Joe gets uh, dropped here, and that's a puzzling one for me. Same here. I did not want Joe to be dropped, but I don't know. They must think different of him from what we think. <laughs> I just, yeah, I, I feel like as an organization with the instability, LAG, as an organization that people want to play for, their stock has got to be like one of the lowest. I also got to believe they're probably not wanting to spend that much money because from the rumors, they spent a ton of money in MW and they were like the worst team. Um, I think they spent a decent amount in Cold War as well, and they were also like the worst team. Um, and then in Vanguard, I I got to imagine, you know, picking up Gunless and Slasher and Hook, like the team couldn't have been cheap. Um, and Asim, and, you know, they did get their one event win, but other than that, the year was completely underwhelming. They didn't even make champs with an event win. And then this year, we also know that they spent a pretty good amount. They gave Sparta a pretty hefty contract. We know RC's got the bag. Um, they love to spend. <laughs> you know, Hook was probably still getting a nice contract and they sucked again so probably don't want to pay a lot and also just with the instability of the org people probably aren't you know really eager to go play for them so yeah. losing a, a talented young and he was 18 this year Joe Steves can't believe you let him go um granted there are a lot of options up there but I feel like LAG is going to be one of the last places people want to go yeah definitely man I should have kept them like I say <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's it's very confusing. Um, then for Phase Slasher is apparently I don't think this one's like technically confirmed as the last time I saw, but apparently Slasher is uh, is unrestricted now, not being extended on his Phase contract. Not the most shocking because mm-hmm. it kind of seemed like this was like a pickup in the off season where it was like you know we had to get a main AR and Slasher's out there and he's a good leader, so we'll grab him. I kind of always thought unless phase one at all, they would probably move on and try to get somebody new with how big this free agent class was bound to be. Um, although I don't know that Slasher like 100% deserved to be dropped because he, he played very well at Champs and honestly, overall this year, played pretty damn well. Yeah, he, he did play pretty good and pretty well for them for most of the part of the year. But, you know, like you said, late pickup, probably not the player they wanted to come into this year, but it's a player that had to get for the team. They did win the one, though. 
yeah. I mean, it's it just seems weird to like, yeah, not the player they maybe really wanted, but they had a very good year overall and they finished first in the standings again. And I, I guess unfortunate for Slash Day isn't able to collect another ring, but at least he is able to get another chip. And I think his stock is pretty high. Like, I mean, he got on phase last year and his stock seemed like it was pretty low. Um, yeah. And then this year, I think his stock's pretty high. I think there's a way that, you know, one of these teams, whether it's like Seattle or um, maybe Fees if Octane leaves them, maybe Minnesota, uh, one of those few teams, maybe Vegas, you know, depending on what situations are, maybe London if they're moving to the U.S. and getting away from the EU theme. I feel like some team out there is going to kind of give Slasher the keys and let them build a, a little bit of a squad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't know which team, but... Yeah, I don't know which team either, but I, I could see that happening. Um, maybe then, Ultra. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe Ultra was scrappy. Yeah, depending on if he wants to play with them or not. Um, he'll, he'll although, <laughs> yeah, although I mean, if Ultra is only wanting to get minimum rookies. I don't know if Slasher will fit there. Uh, yeah, not wrong. <laughs> then we have London also squad wiping. Apparently, from the sounds of it, everybody Yuli, Nasty, Scraps, Asim, all gone. A little surprised that maybe Nasty would be brought back, but I think there's probably a good chance he was just an expiring contract. Yeah. I'd be a little surprised they don't bring Asim back, but they probably just want to start clean because they were just so bad this year. Yeah, they had a rough time the whole year. <laughs> yeah. Start start clean and see what they can get from you know the pool or challengers. Yeah, and then you know a couple other teams... Uh, we basically talked about everybody, but I, these are like two of the older ones that everybody kind of already knows. This has been the two worst kept secrets. They were all unrestricted for the longest time. We knew this surge and thieves. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I skip over them, lump them together and say, you know, they're all unrestricted players there. But uh, we've been talking about talent. Talk about the talent that gets thrown in from those two teams being unrestricted. That's a lot of talent. Four world champs on the thieves in Envoy, Kenny, Draza, Octane. I mean, Envoy and Kenny are two top-tier submachine guns that hit the market. Draza is a top-tier flex, whatever your your hatred for him is. He is a top-tier flex uh, and a world champ, multi-time champ. Octane is a top-tier main AR, if not like a lot of people's best AR in the league. Yeah, There are a lot of people that would probably put Octane as the best main AR in the league, and you can make a very legitimate argument for that. He's now out there in free agency on the side of um, Seattle, probably the premier free agent of the offseason in Pred. Mm-hmm. Mac, another, you know, right situation could be a very good sub. Accuracy could be the perfect AR to mold a young squad. And Sib, maybe the premier flex in the market this offseason, especially coming off his champs performance. He's right up there. Yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, well, a lot of good players from those two teams. <laughs> yeah, so there is a ton on the market. Um, spent a lot of time talking about those, maybe more than I thought we would, but, you know, that's how it goes. Um Let's kind of like talk. I don't want to go like too in depth because we kind of, you know, it's going to be a a time where we're pressed for for time and looking at rosters this offseason. We're going to have a lot of, you know, dead months to talk about it, but rosters are going to be formed by then. So I guess let's just kind of go into it. We can, I mean, we're not like saying we have to pick every team and individual players have to go everywhere, but we're going to kind of go through some teams, mm-hmm. talk about some teams and like talk about maybe where we think they should go. And we're going to keep this realistic. Like, Obviously, every team should probably go after Pred, but let's be honest, it's probably FaZe, Optic, and Thieves that can get him. Yeah. So like if I'm talking about if I'm talking about Vegas or London, I'm not gonna say go after Pred because 
simply just not realistic. We're going to keep you, uh, be keeping this in a realistic point of view. Like teams like London are not going to be able to get guys like um, Awakening probably, or like Clay or Ghosty or anybody from Thieves or Sib and Pred. Like we're going to keep it more realistic. Um, and I guess go from there and just kind of brainstorm some ideas of what we think could happen. Yeah. Obviously this is not any rumors. This isn't like some crazy thought we put into it. We might say a stupid rush that doesn't work. We're just maybe brainstorming where we think teams should go. Not where we like where we think they'll go, but what we would do yeah. if we were a GM for them. So let's start with the Atlanta phase. It should be an easier one to talk about because their team of three is returning. And I mean, I have like a list of who's left on some of these rosters. They are blank, Brock. There are a lot of rushes that are literally completely blank. Oh, I see it. <laughs> um, phase, however, is probably the easiest one to fill out, um, apart from New York, because they're going to stick. Um, phase is probably the easiest one to fill out. They've got the trio back, Tiny Terrors and Selium. Where are you going here? In need of a main AR, I guess, technically, they could pick up a flex and just figure out which one of them wanted to run the main, because Selium could definitely be a main or... Maybe like if you wanted to pick up a guy like a Cami or something for this team, he could run the main, you know, something like that. So they're in need of an AR. Uh, I'm thinking, well, I'm thinking of the three, like Octane, Clay, and maybe even if like they don't feel like they could get someone else, they could bring back Slasher. Yeah. I feel like everybody's main one is Octane probably, don't you think? Yeah, Definitely. Like that's what everybody's leaning for this team. It just seems to make the most sense. He's probably the best main AR in the league or best one on the market at least. And FaZe needs a main AR. And in terms of pure Call of Duty reasons, for a main AR, this is easily the most attractive landing spot. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. For any player, if you could be the fourth with Simpa, BZ, and Selium, who quite literally make every Sunday and basically every Grand Finals, this is by far the best pure Call of Duty landing spot. Yeah. And it's not a good Oregon phase. Yeah, definitely. Imagine if they do end up landing Octane. Ooh. Yeah. And you mentioned who Octane, Clay, and Slasher. Yeah. I think a guy like Sib could also be in play here. Um, mm. I still feel like Sib could beat Optic, but you know, he does have the history with these players. He was a substitute on their team in Cold War. Mm-hmm. So he probably knows them pretty well. Um, for those players, it'd probably be pretty tempting to just think about the just pure talent that team would have um, with Sib, Simp, Abizi, and Selium, just insane talent levels. I think there's maybe a world where a guy like Illy gets thrown to the mix. If all things fall through, like let's say Octane decides to go to Optic and Sib decides to go somewhere else. I think there's a remote possibility a guy like, um, like Illy could maybe? sneak in there because Simp has always wanted to play with him. Yeah. So I could see Illy sneaking in there. Something like that. Would you say Ghosty? Ghosty, maybe? I don't know how realistic <sighs> that is. I think he'd be a good fit because I think he could slot in really nicely next to Selium and do a lot of dirty work for this team. I just don't think that's the route they'll go. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go for more of like the home run type hit, like an Octane or a Sib, personally. I really like Clay's fit here. I think that there's a really, really, really real possibility that Octane goes to Optic. I know a lot of people are thinking like Octane and Dashy together, but I don't know. Something in my just in my gut tells me um, Octane might go to Optic and then that won't be an option for FaZe. I really like the fit of Clay. Because mm-hmm. he's played with them on United and Black and Four. Yeah, 
played with Simp and Ibiza. Um, obviously had a pretty good amount of success with Simp and Ibiza in that one title they played together and is exactly what they need. Can still help them slay, but brings a lot of leadership um, mm-hmm. and probably exactly what they need. And the chemistry is already there, so you don't have to build it. Um, yeah, I I really, to be honest, my first pick for them would be Octane. And then I'm probably going after Clay second. Sib is intriguing because of the talent, but I'd like a little bit more leadership and comms, like an Octane and a Clay brain. Yeah, they get Sib, who's really there. And I don't think Slasher's an option for them, otherwise they just probably would have renewed him. But I also think if they absolutely had to go crawling back to Slasher, I would not be upset if I was them. Yeah. Well, what about Accuracy? <laughs> oh, you know me. I would love Accuracy in this team, but there's no chance. Unfortunately, <laughs> I would be all for it because everybody knows I'm an Accuracy stan. Yeah. But I mean... So if really, they announced Ray's accuracy, I'd be bounced off the walls. I'd be so happy, but unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, but, you know, Octane, Clay, even Illy, those three would be pretty, pretty damn good for them. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to Minnesota. A team with a blank slate. They said they could bring back some of their players. Um, I don't know where they go. I guess, where would you start? Because I do feel like Minnesota is a team of our teams. Like we heard the rumor that nine teams could be paying the minimum this year. Um, assuming that's probably not going to be New York because they're keeping their, their roster phase, not going to be paying the minimum. I don't think optic will be. Um, so that means maybe I guess either New York or thieves could be, but I just still feel like that's not true. So maybe that means like Minnesota, Boston, Florida, Vegas, LAG, surge, Toronto, London. Could I'll be paying the minimum. However, in terms of all those teams, I feel like Minnesota still have a very good reputation. Uh, they're like, going to be able to get a pretty good, you know, crop of players interested in them. Yeah, I think they would pay a little, uh, more than the minimum. And even if they aren't, like if you're getting a minimum from Vegas or London or Florida or LAG, like compared to Minnesota, I think most people are going to choose Minnesota because the org structure and the org is very well respected more yeah. than most. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the obvious candidate to start on this team would be they bring back Attach, as weird as it sounds. They've, you know, yep. he's been involved with the team the last three seasons, and maybe he doesn't like his options. He doesn't have a chance to get on Thieves, Phase, or Optic, you know, the top three that everybody's trying to get on, and he doesn't like the other options in their teams. I think it's realistic Attach come back and, you know, build another three guys around him. Um, I would, I was going to say, yeah, I'd probably bring, bring back Attach. <laughs> And like, I don't know if that's the best move, but once again, we got to think realistic. Can't just say everybody pick up Octane, Sib, Pred. Um, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, we got to think realistic. I don't, I don't think this team is a team that has a chance to get any of the top te- uh, top tier players, but maybe there's a world where they could snag um, like an Awakening to pair with Attach and, you know, maybe mm-hmm. snag, I don't know, there, maybe they could get like a Joe Deceives. Um, if they have a Tatch and they're paying a little more and he can't find a, another landing spot, maybe an Envoy could be a, a play here. I, I feel like maybe. you're Minnesota. Of the lower-paying teams, you're one of the most desired. So if, like, I could see a world where a guy like Envoy, he's not getting on subliners, obviously. They're locked in. And if he doesn't make it on Optic and Thieves doesn't want him back, he's not making it on Phase. And at that point, Minnesota could potentially be a realistic option for him. And you know, maybe yeah. if you're Minnesota, you target like an envoy. Maybe you try to poach Kleenex or Insight from Toronto. Yeah. Ghosty, maybe? Yep. 
could be another realistic spot for Gosi. Gosi feels like he could fit anywhere because I just don't I just don't know how people feel about him. Everybody should feel pretty good about him, but I just don't know where his stock is at in people's eyes. Yeah. But I do feel like he's one of those sneaky players that has super high upside mm-hmm. that maybe people aren't looking at. I would say maybe even potentially get Hook there. Yeah, I I guess like if I'm them, I maybe just based on what I think my realistic options are, maybe I bring back attach and target temp. Kind of forgot about temp. Yeah. Um, maybe bring Standy back with his history on this roster. Um, try to poach Clay from Boston. Bring like the Clay and Standy duo over here. Mm-hmm. Bring an attach maybe to go with Clay with the chemistry, and then try to get a aggressive sub like an envoy. Get like a something like a Clay attach uh, envoy Standy roster or something. Yeah. I don't know because they're not gonna have the most realistic options, but I feel like they are gonna like I said. Be a leg up above the, the other lower tier teams. Yeah. So the options. Yeah. It's just so hard to speculate because we don't have any rumors. So like you can think of a million different combos. I also don't hate like a Vivid or Nero play. Get yeah. an aggressive high tier sub in here. Um, speaking of Vivid or Nero though. So we on to Boston. So this roster is very odd because Beans and Kremp, I believe, were both extended. But we didn't see anything about Snoopy. He might actually be a free agent because apparently he might have been on a two-week contract from transitioning over from the academy. So he might actually be a free agent. But both Beans and Kremp were extended, which is odd. Mm-hmm. And then so maybe Snoopy is in our contract and it just was reported weird. Maybe they're just going to roll with that three and pick up Clay. Yeah. Because it seems like this team is all in on Clay, and I actually do believe that. So I would like if this team picked up Clay and, you know, we know that they're going to keep Beans in the roster. So Clay and Beans would be your AR duo. I guess maybe they're keeping Kremp and then Snoopy. If if I'm them, I'm personally, they've apparently had a meeting with him. Um, I don't think they're a team that's in play to get like a Pred, like the top tier SMG. But if I'm them, I'm aggressively targeting Kenny and Envoy. Yeah. Sounds like they've already had talks with Envoy. I really, truly believe that like LA Thieves loves Kenny and Octane more than, like, anyone. Mm. I think they'll keep them over anyone, so I don't, I don't think Kenny's leaving LATs personally, but I'd be targeting those two to take Kremp's place with Snoopy, then you have, like, a Clay, Beans, Snoopy, and then either, like, a Kenny or an Envoy or a Hook. Yeah, I, that'd be pretty good. Yeah, I could I could see, like, a Snoopy-Hook so, uh, sub-duo if you're going with Beans and Clay, especially with the Clay and Hook Connection World Championship together. Yeah, maybe I just want to try out more of the Snoopin' Kremp show. Yeah, but it does seem like this team might have Kremp, Beans, and Snoopy all starting. Um, and then just pick up Clay. And I would like to see where that roster could go because it's three young, very talented players that Clay could try to mold. I think that mm-hmm. would be a team with some deep potential for uh, kind of on the cheap. They got the talent. Yeah. Um, our it's next team list is... Stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our next team list is New York. I mean, that's... Pretty obvious. Oh. Resign Kismet. You know, I think we might have to resign Priesta and write it back. Yep. World champs. That's yeah. all you got to say. <laughs> world champs. And uh, not only, it's not like they had a fluke world championship win. They won the last two events of the year and dominated on Sunday at champs. So, yeah, run it back um, and we'll figure it out from there. Yep. Florida, not much of a rumor to talk about. Obviously, it's that Heretics roster mm-hmm. with Eric Boom and Medals and Journey and those guys. So, they'll be running up. Excited to watch them play. Then we get to Vegas. What a weird one because 
after this year, the org seemed to be more supportive and maybe people would want to play for them now, but from their history, they might not be willing to get anybody, so they might just bring like, a terrible roster on. They're just such a hard read. Yeah. As you say, like, most of those players they have are probably potentially going to go to other teams. I feel like the only player I could see them bringing back is TJ. Because I think... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I should say I think. I know. There's no way that Clay doesn't end up um, finding his way onto FaZe or maybe Thieves if they lose Octane and are looking for a main, even if he finds his way on Boston or builds a team on Minnesota or builds a team on Seattle. I just There's just no way that Clay mm-hmm. um, comes back. I also think Temp stock is decently high. I feel like he's going to find a spot on another team. Um, I think Standy stock is also pretty high. I feel like he might find his way under another team. I don't know that TJ stock is super high. And I don't know what other options TJ would have, so I could maybe see him coming back here. Um, on Vegas, I obviously tried to do everything to convince Clay to come back, but I don't think that will happen. Um, I guess for me, for Vegas, it seems like it's going to be pretty hard for them to, you know, probably get any of the top. They're going to be probably picking from the bottom of the barrel, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And when I'm looking at the subs out there, like, when you're looking at the subs out there, who do you think, like, just, like, go through the little unrestricted free agent list we have and just, like, name off the names you see for sub machine gun players that you think are going to be, like, the top candidates that everybody's going to try to get? The top, um, Kenny Envoy, Pred. I, I think Afro would still, even though he mm-hmm. still good. Um, Hook's got to be on there, right? Hook. Kleenex if he's available. Maybe, maybe Nero, but I don't know how people really feel about Nero. Yeah. So, kind of what I was thinking, basically what you named, like, I feel like people are going to be really aggressive after Kenny, Envoy, Pred, Hook, um, maybe Vivid. I feel like Standy might be pretty sought after. I agree. People are probably going to look at that talent of Afro. Um, I think people are really going to be looking hard at Kleenex. Um, so if I'm Vegas, I'm focusing hard on the submachine gun market. Well, everybody's going for those top guys. I know I'm not getting them. I'm going to be tar- uh, targeting Vivid, Nero. Um, I'm going to be looking at potentially Bance. I'm going to look at especially Capsidal and Asim and Joe Deceives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to be looking at Capsidal, Asim, and Joe Deceives. Three guys that I don't think are going to be super targeted, but I think have high, high, high ceilings. Because if I'm Vegas, I have to go for the players that people aren't as aggressive after because I'm not going to beat anybody in terms of getting top players. And I want to go for the guys with a really high upside. So for me, I'm going for like a team with like, shoot, maybe Mac I also target because I don't think people are very high on Mac. Maybe I can get like a Capsule Joe Deceives duo or something. Yeah, um, or Mac. one of those guys with Mac. Mm-hmm. Um, then for a flex, I'm maybe trying to see if I can pluck Nasty because I think he has a lot of talent. I don't think a lot of people are going to be targeting him. Yeah. And then for a main, maybe I see if I can get accuracy. I don't think a lot of people are going to be targeting him. Maybe I get like, might be the most scuffed team ever, but like <laughs> maybe you get like accuracy, Nasty, Capsidal, and Joe Deceives, and it's just like accuracy with three really talented young guys. Yeah, something like that, and it, it might sound like a terrible team, but let's be honest, Vegas is probably not going to get the top players out there, so it's going to be something weird like that. Got to go for the, you know, second pick, people's third, second, and, third, because first year is not going to happen. Yeah, and like 
like methods and scump and a lot of people have been saying it sounds like there could be four super teams this year like new york's gonna have their team back phase obviously is gonna add a top tier ar and gonna be like a super team it sounds like thieves could potentially be a super team and then optic could have like a sip and pred situation where they're a super team and then it's gonna be the scraps mm-hmm. so some of the, you're gonna have to just like a team like vegas and these bottom tier teams you're gonna have to pick up guys like capsidal joe deceives nasty guys that are just like super high talent you just pray that they pan out for you because you're gonna have to do something to compete up with these superstar caliber teams that are being formed at the top yeah i agree so I, yeah, something like that's gonna have to happen so move on to your boys brock what were you gonna say i said something like that i say pick up a snd superstar team <laughs> yeah from the, from the grab, grab tj and a bunch of other snd guys yeah. um next team brock is your boys lag have we have RCDs and Spart listed here? But I just, I think Spart's more of a situation where they had him on the two plus one. It probably cost a lot to cut him because you had to pay him a lot of that guaranteed money. So they just decided to keep him. I don't think Spart's going to be starting on this roster. It'd be weird if they went for that again after how many times it didn't work. Um, back third time. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think Spart's here. I think this is basically an RCDs looking for three. Where do you go? Because once again, probably a team that's going to have to be scraping. For the last players left and not gonna be able to get a lot of the the top players oh and forgot to mention we're not really looking at challengers too much obviously there are certainly players from challengers that should and could be picked up but brock and i just don't watch as much the one player we might mention is booza for probably london or something he's obviously a guy that a lot of these teams could target but we're not going to be diving deep into like the top challengers players because obviously you know there maybe we'll mention like god rx i could see him being a guy on Legion, they want to go for a main AR that hasn't been, you know, in the league as much. But I'm not going to talk too much challenges here, obviously, because it's a lot of them that deserve to be in. But we just don't have as much knowledge based on who everybody is at the top. So not going to be touching on that as much. Forgot to mention that. Yep. But who's joining your boy? Arsides on LAG. What are you looking at? Obviously, like we said, probably not going to have a, a crazy pick of pick of the litter here, but... I'm There's enough at talent it. out there this year. I know RC says he wants to play with Illy, but I don't know if that's Seems really like Illy wants to play with him as well. So maybe. So that, if that happens, then maybe we can go for like uh, I was going to say Afro, but I think Afro's a lot more sought out than that for LAG. Yeah, I mean, if you're a submachine gun player though, and you know, you're you're kind of left out there. I do feel like Arceus and Illy is a decently attractive duo. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's three rings there. Arceus is a two-time world champ. Illy's a world champ. Um, they've each won multiple events. Um, maybe not the most slay heavy, but Arceus, Arceus can gun and so can Illy, and they're both very good at search. So, like, this team is a more attractive spot than you'd think. I'm also going to go under the assumption that they're picking up Illy because it seems like that's... What's going to happen? And RCs really wants to play with them. So let's say they are picking up Illy. It's a pretty good start for a duo. I'd say maybe you look to try to bring back Hook. Um, <laughs> Hook Illy duo has been successful. I was going to um, say like even maybe Nero. Yeah, and however, I do think Hook's going to be a little bit more sought after. So I don't think he's going to be a realistic option for this team. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of the top subs are. But yeah, I like the Nero. I think Nero and Vivid are two players you could definitely look at because they bring a decent ceiling. Maybe bring back Asim. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could look at a guy like Asim. I really think they should look into bringing back Joe Deceives. Capsule is also a candidate here. <laughs> yeah. Cap. Um. Yeah, if you had like Arcee's Illy, Joe, and Nero, 
for what I would expect them to get, I think your subs between Joe and Nero are very high upside in our season. Illy, I think that team would also be disgusting at search and destroy. Yeah. Nero, Joe, Illy, RCs, that'd be disgusting at search. So maybe something like that, but it seems like RCs and Illy will probably be the AR duo for them. Yeah. Which, you know, sometimes can scare you because, you know, RCs can have some stinkers as long as it is with Illy too. <laughs> yeah. I think Max also in play for this team. Yeah. Because I, I do think his stock's really low, but I, uh, we all know the type of talent he has, and he showed it for a little bit at Champs there. I think mm-hmm. they're looking at a bunch of subs and they want to go with maybe a little bit more veteran guy with some talent, they might pick up a guy like Mac. Uh, I think he's in play for them. Yeah, the right situation. Mac can definitely be that guy. Yeah. Um, I think Mac could also be in play for this next team, Seattle Surge. Definitely could be too. <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to lose Sib and Pred. I also think that they could be a team that could be more in the running to have a decent squad here besides like the four supposed super teams we're about to have because like an org that's pretty good and um, has had some decent success over the last couple of years, although they've been very up and down. Mm-hmm. I think there's a world where maybe they bring back Accuracy and Mac and find two more. Uh, although if it didn't work with Siv and Pratt, I don't know exactly how it would work with anybody else. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't mind if this team just brought back Accuracy and gave them three young players. Uh, I also have heard because he's played there and you know has history. I I saw some people saying like bring on Slasher and Gunless. I would love that because I think Gunless needs to find his way onto one of these teams. Mm-hmm. I also think if Illy decides to go somewhere else or somehow gets the phase gig, Gunless could be a prime candidate for LAG to pair with RCs again. Yeah. Uh, but on the Seattle side, what are you thinking there? I, I wouldn't mind if they had accuracy brought back and gave him like a capsidal and afro or something to work with. Just give him two really talented SMGs that maybe play a little incorrectly and try to get it all fixed. Yeah, I was going to say that when you brought up the slasher and gunless, I say, well, might as well bring Tiege back too for the Rise Nation team. Yeah, get Looney out of retirement from Minnesota. Yep. Right back. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I have no clue really. I could see this being like an ASIM landing spot too, but this is another team. I think you got to target like between this subgroup. I think you got to target like Vivid, Nero, Mac, Tiege, Afro, Capsidal, Joe Deceives. I think you got to ASIM. I think you got to target that group and try to find a sub duo. Um, this is maybe another team that's willing to pay a little bit for a transfer. This is a team I believe should target Insight and Kleenex. Yeah. Or even if Accuracy does stay, maybe, I mean, they could target Awakening. Yep. Certainly a team that could target Awakening. Um, I feel like a team that could target Slasher. Slasher Awakening pairing, I don't think it'd be the worst either. Mm-hmm. Target Slasher and Awakening, that's instantly going to become an attractive spot for submachine gun players to play. And then I think you go after um, like a potentially like a Hook. Um, I think this is a spot where like you get the top guys. This is where you could go after like an Envoy type player. I feel like Surge are going to be able to maybe attract some of the more top tier free agents that aren't going to go to the, the big three. Yeah. So interested to see where they go. I would always be down for them to bring back accuracy. Everybody knows that. It'd be definitely interesting. Yeah. Um, then we go to LA Thieves. Another one that is interesting because you gotta I I just feel like at least one of the players from their world championship team has to be coming back, right? If not more. I would th- I would think it'd be Kenny, if anyone has Kenny and Octane seem like the top two because they're like the most ingrained in the Thieves culture. Yeah. They're both in like that 100 Thieves Hall of Fame thing that they did. Mm-hmm. If they had to pick one, though, 
it'd probably be Kenny still. <laughs> you think over Octane? I think so. From the from the way Nate Shot talks about Octane, also, I mean, he talks about both of them. Great, how couldn't you with how many chips they brought him? But yeah, maybe they bring back both then. <laughs> yeah, I think I do think it's realistic. I, I feel like Draza and Envoy are gone for whatever reason. I could easily see them bringing back Draza or Envoy as well. Like I could see any of those guys going back, but I have like a weird feeling that like if Octane, actually, I just don't. I do think you're right. I think it's Kenny because the more I think about it, I just like I feel like there's no way Octane doesn't end up on either phase or optic. Like it just feels like he's going to go to one of those two teams. Mm-hmm. Although he has said before that he never wants to leave Hunter T again, but things can change and it's hard for a guy like him to say no to playing with like Pred Shotzi Dashi or yeah. Simpa BZ Selium, you know, for the, the fact of in game, mm-hmm. he could race his legacy so much. Um, then maybe just go back to Hunter Thieves as a content creator later. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like, you're right. They're going to keep Kenny. Maybe if Optic decides not to go with him, Draz comes back. It seems like Kenny and Draz really like playing with each other. Yeah. But also, it sounds like Kenny maybe wants to run the flex. Not again. Uh, <laughs> to me, how about this? I'm going to operate under the assumption that Octane's leaving. I don't know if he is, but let's say he's leaving and they're oh, yeah. keeping Kenny. And let's say Envoy's leaving and Draz is leaving. Let's just make the assumption it's just Kenny coming back. Okay. And I think Kenny wants to play a flex. I'm going to say that. I think they need to go after Insight and Kleenex and grab another really talented sub. I'm not exactly sure who. Aggressively, per- they got to aggressively pursue Pred. I don't think they can get him. I think yeah. if Optic offers him, he goes there. But you're thieves. You have the pull. You have to pursue Pred. Mm-hmm. So, I- ideal world, they could get like Kenny, Insight, Kleenex, Pred. More realistic, I think they still go after Insight and Kleenex and Kenny for sure, and then Ghosty. I guess it just depends if Kenny wants to run a flex. To me, I think the the best roster that I like for them, if they can't get Fred, I like like Insight, Ghosty, and the ARs with Kleenex and Kenny on the subs. I like that roster a lot. Mm-hmm. I, if I was, I would definitely put Kenny on a sub. And I mean, then... I would too. Just there's that weird rumor that he like wants to be a flex yeah. again. Yeah, I don't know. Bro, won a world chip with the sub. <laughs> yeah. I would do Kenny. I was thinking, like, if Opt doesn't... I don't know if Sib, Sib maybe? Yeah. Accuracy? I, I wish. <laughs> Probably not, but I wish. Um. Yeah. I think it's realistic that Sib could go here for sure. If If... I just feel like Phaser Optic are going to be his top two destinations. Yeah. So I think it's, if it wasn't for Phase and Optic having a need at an AR position, I think it'd be way more likely Sip could go here. But yeah, he definitely could. I, you, what you're thinking, like a Kleenex still, like Kleenex Kenny Sib somebody? Yeah. I would like an Insight Sib Kleenex Kenny roster. That'd be pretty good. I just have a weird feeling Ghosty's going to end up here, though. They picked up Envoy from Optic. It worked really well for them last time. I have a feeling Ghost is going to end up here. Yeah. Kind of a guy I forgot about, but Ghost is a candidate for like all these teams we've already went over to. It's just so hard. There's so many players, you're just missing people constantly. Yeah. Run the back with Hook? (laughs) I don't know if they'll ever pick up Hook with the way that went last time. They paid a fat amount of money for Hook, and that did not go well for them. Kyler? (laughs) Yeah. Spelling the name wrong on the COVID test, and it was all downhill from there for his Thieves tenure. Yeah, honestly, uh, for now, 
We got Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Um, Optic Brock. It's a team that, you know, there's other rumors about. Um, what do you think Optic should do? Assuming uh, on you're operating under the assumption that, like, you know, Shotzi and Dashy are back 100% on the team. Shotzi Dashy? I think they should definitely well, they should definitely go for Pred and Sib, but they can't get both. You think Sib over Octane? No. For some reason, for some reason, for me, I just feel like Octane's gonna just go back. <laughs> you think he's going back to Thieves? Yeah, or Phase. I yeah, know. I. I mean, we're also operating under the assumption that they're obviously not bringing Ghosty back. I think bringing Ghosty back would be a fantastic option for this team, but we also are assuming he's not coming back because they dropped him. Mm-hmm. So he's not really an option here either. I, I'm not gonna lie. I do like Draza on this team. Think so? Yeah, I like Draza and Fred. Yeah, or Draza and Envoy. If they can get Fred, go for Fred. If not, then you can get Envoy. See. Somebody was arguing with me in the comments about this. It faded take, by the way. That's saying like Envoy basically can't shoot straight and has no talent, which is <laughs> false, absurd. <laughs> Envoy's a very good player. Um, also said that he sucked at Black Ops games, and Envoy's like arguably best game was Black Ops Four. Uh, his mm-hmm. coming out party. He was also pretty good at Cold War on Optic. He was a pretty good player. Mm-hmm. Um, he also has a world championship under his belt. Um, Envoy's very good, but. Um, Long time commenter PD made a comment last week about how Optic missed their chance at Hydra, and he makes a fantastic point. I justified it with what I believe was going through Optics at the time last year because it mm-hmm. probably made sense in their mind. Not saying I agreed with it. And obviously, it is easy to say that they should have picked up Hydra with the benefit of hindsight because Hydra had a pretty darn good year this year. Um, sure did. But there were a lot of you forget, like, since how good he was this year and a good teammate, you forget he had a lot of question marks last offseason. Yeah, I mean, Hydra was Krim was talking about him like the worst teammate ever. Didn't think he could ever win because of how bad of a teammate he was. Like he was saying, he wasn't showing up for practice. All he cared about was kills. Like a lot of negative stuff was coming out about Hydra, and who knows if it was actually that true or not, or if it was just a different view because Krim was in a toxic team environment. But like, there were a lot of question marks around Hydra, whatever way you cut it. Yeah, so I get why they maybe didn't go after him. But to me, if you're Optic, you cannot make this mistake two off seasons in a row. You're Optic, you can get whoever you want because of the fact that you're Optic and you missed out on the generational talent in Hydra and you're obviously regretting it because he won three chips that MVP and a championship, a world championship this year. Yeah. So you're regretting missing out on him, uh, especially because you ran it back and you dropped Illy right away and Scump retired, so you're really regretting it. Um, But I I think you have to get Pred and I think it's a shoe in If you want Pred, you get him basically. That's how I think yeah. it goes. Like, there's these rumors that people think LA Thieves could steal him or FaZe could steal him. I, in my opinion, if Optic wants Pred, I think Pred's going there. I think Pred really wants to be on Optic. Yeah. He's won wow. since, what, Major 2, 3? Yeah. And so who are the candidates that... I believe the candidates for the AR on this team are Octane, Draza, Sib. I don't maybe, think there's anybody else. What about maybe maybe Cammy can sneak up in there? I don't think so. I think a couple years ago they really liked Cammy coming out of Cold War. I think going into Vanguard, coming off his really big year in Cold War. I think going into Vanguard, they were really truly looking at him from the rumors we heard. But I think his stock's too low now. I don't think there's any way that they would pass on Octane uh, or mm-hmm. Sib. 
in order yeah. to get to him. I don't think there's any way. Yeah, so I feel like it'd be Octane, would you say Draza? Sib? And now, yeah, I forgot about Draza, sorry. Octane, Draza, Sib. And now, a lot of people are going to be intrigued by the Sib idea because Sib, Pred, Shotzi, Dashi, in terms of pure mechanical skills, could be hard to outgun them. Mm-hmm. Now, I would yeah. if that happens, I really hope Octane does go to phase because Octane, Simp, Abizi, Cell, versus Dashi, Sib, Shotzi, Pred is going to be fireworks and a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, in a phase versus optic matchup and also New York obviously is still going to be here and whatever other teams form but that's fireworks I think Octane should be the number one target Octane and Dashi I would have never thought would fit together in years past but um, I think Octane's very good at just fitting next to whoever at this point in his career now mm-hmm. and I think he is skill wise he's up there with Sib but also the mental part of the game and the comms are elite from Octane he's top tier in that category yeah it's kind of like, kind of like formal. Yeah. I, like, I think Pred's a must, and I think you take your pick between Octane, Draza, and Sib, and I don't think you can go wrong, but I think you got to get one of those three. Personally, my order would be Octane, Sib, Draza. I'm Optic. is my last choice, but he's still damn good. I think this roster would be very good with Draza. It's interesting that you think Draza is, is your favorite pick. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, my, I will, he's my favorite pick if like, they can't get Octane, I would say. Okay. I also... For the memes and the interest of the community, I would also be down for them to get Draza because I think it would be fire on the timeline. It would be, it'd be something. Optic, if Optic signed Draza because of how many Optic fans hate Draza. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> we got a weird one here, Brock. London. Uh, they can get a Booza. <laughs> a Booza. Um, I think that they should... I mean, I don't know how realistic this is because I don't know... Although I do think like Cami's stock is pretty low right now compared to what it has been. I would say they should go after Insight and Kleenex, but I don't think they'd be willing to pay that. Because I'm thinking like let's say they are still going EU. Mm-hmm. They could get like I would say Cami Afro Bance because I like all those players, but like we just saw the three of them play together and it didn't work out very well. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know if you can get like Cami over there with Abuza, because Abuza's a flex, isn't he? Uh, I believe. I think I could be completely wrong, I but I thought he's a flex. I think I think it's a main AR. Either way, him and Cami would be able to work together as two ARs. Cami can really do whatever. So I would like a Cami Abuza, and then maybe you grab if they want to go the EU route. Maybe you grab Hixie, and then more of a slay heavy sub like an Afro. If they're going with the all EU route, mm-hmm. I wouldn't hate that. Like a Cami Abuza Afro and. Hixie, Hixie, do your dirty work a little bit. Afro, go out and slay a little more. I don't know if they're going with the EU. Otherwise, I think it's another vivid Nero. You target those guys, you target a Mac, um, a Joe Deceives capsule. It's that whole group of SMGs I think is really high ceiling, but not going to be sought after. And otherwise, London's going to be probably scraping for the scraps. Yeah. Just really what they want to do, like I say, go EU or mix it up. Yeah, and if they're truly moving to like Charlotte or wherever, I don't know that they'll want to keep the whole EU thing going because obviously they won't be a UK or EU based team anymore. So mm-hmm. they might throw that out the window and then who knows? It goes maybe they go full NA. I also really like the idea of bringing Bance back because I just truly think Bance can still be a very good player and is still a very good player. He played very well towards the end of the year. Um, yeah. And if they are, if they end up staying in London, Bance obviously. Arguably the most loved player in EU and the UK specifically. So 
Mm-hmm. If Bats seeing him back in there. If Bats goes there, then I want I want Zero to go come back <laughs> and play on the team. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see Zero, but I don't know that he's ever getting back in the league, unfortunately. Man, I can only hope. <laughs> seems like a spot. I know you hate this guy, but it seems like a spot like all these other bottom teams that like a Havoc could end up on. Because yeah. I believe that Havoc's a very... It's like a term that we use in sports a lot of times. I think Havoc is a very good floor raiser. And by what I mean with that is, like, Havoc is always good. Like, there's not often he gets, like, a top-tier SMG level, but he's also very, very rarely really bad. Yeah. Like, Havoc is always usually at least a pretty solid SMG. I feel like he's a good floor raiser because you can consistently get solid games out of him. I think a lot of these bad teams can look for him as a veteran. He also is known to have pretty good comms and a pretty good S&D player. So he's like, he raises your floor in S&D. He brings a lot of leadership to a team. And he's also pretty consistent in the slain department. So I think Havoc's a good floor raiser and is a good option for any of these bottom teams as well. Yeah, definitely. Last team we got to talk about, Brock, Ultra. Um, I guess they're not technically gone, but let's operate under the idea that Insight, Kleenex are 100% not on this team. And Hixie's obviously dropped, so maybe they're picking up three challenges players. But in terms of actual like veterans, we know who are you looking to surround Scrappy with? Man, if they if they don't want to pay anyone, well, <laughs> Asim. Yeah, uh, a guy that sticks out to me again is Bance. Maybe they can mm-hmm. get him on the cheap. They know him. He basically just can fit right into the Hixie role. Basically yeah. a very similar player there. Maybe a little bit more pure raw skill out of bands. I thought maybe Scrappy and Mac had some history in challengers. Maybe look at a guy like Mac on the cheap. Um I guess if you're willing to pay see this makes no sense to me because like I would love to say like I guess if you're willing to pay a little bit, maybe you look at Draza, just the absolute villain duo, Draza and Scrappy. But yeah. like I feel like guys like Draza or Envoy that I would like to say are going to garner a little bit of cash or like Slasher. And if they're dropping everyone, I don't think they're willing to spend, but apparently it's not money related, so maybe they are. I'm confused with this team. I mean, yeah, it's I don't know what to really do since, you know, one thing says it's not money and one says it is money. Yeah, I mean, I also think like a interesting play here could be like Awakening. Get a really slay heavy AR duo. Something we mm-hmm. don't normally see. It's normally like uh, teams like to pick up a slay heavy sub duo. Maybe you get yeah. like Awakening, go full slay heavy, and pair it with like a. That's where you bring in my group again of like your Joe Deceives, your Capital, Hook, those guys. Nero, even. Yeah, Nero. If it is money related, you know, I think they should grab a Moak. <laughs> yeah, that's certainly a possibility too. I would say. I thought maybe they keep Hixie and get Mohawk and then fill in Hixie's or fill in um, Vickle's role because we knew he was going to be staying yep. on Mutineers. But yeah, that's definitely an option. Pick up Mohawk because of their chemistry from Challengers and then grab a couple couple subs. But I'm very excited and ready to see how things shake out because we are just speculating on teams like who they could go after. But there is obviously a lot that still has to go on in Roster Mania. Yeah, a lot more news to come, that's for sure. Yeah. A lot more. I'm very excited. Very yeah. excited to see where we go, because, uh, man, there's a lot that still has to go on. 
Literally, yeah. Hopefully something breaks out, like, you know, some unexpected things happen. That'll be fun for the timeline. <laughs> yeah, and it's, I mean, about this time next week, we should maybe start to have a lot more rumors. And I guess technically around this time next week, you know, we're getting close to the time where people could be signing. Because I think it's technically like midnight going into the 4th of July where they can sign, unless it's going into the 3rd. I can't remember. It's like one of those days, like about a week from now. Um People can officially start signing, and I don't know that people will start signing right away. Um, but they will likely, you know, start to get the rumors on the board at least. Um, and by mm-hmm. this time next week, I think we'll have some more rumors on the board of exactly, you know, where teams are leaning. So very, very, very excited to see where teams go. Yeah, should be interesting. Uh, that's going to do it for this one, though. You guys enjoyed. As always, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Just crossed the 1,000 subscriber mark recently, and we're actually getting pretty close to that 1,100 mark because you guys are absolutely crushing it with the support. Mm-hmm. Couldn't keep recording without you, so we appreciate you. If you're on the audio platforms, we appreciate you as well. Drop a follow. Drop a five-star review. We'll be back next week probably talking roster rumors because I'm assuming there'll be a lot more out. Maybe giving our thoughts on what those rosters look like. Um, so I guess we'll do that. Otherwise, we're looking for ideas for the offseason to that point. So if you guys have anything you want to see or you want to see us do tier lists of weapons from the past or tier lists of maps from the past or just any random thing that you would like us to talk to about CDL, COD related, anything like that, drop it down in the comments because obviously it's this time of year. We're looking for those ideas. We'd like to do something like that. Might do our updated um, all-time list for where people rank or something like that. But we're looking for ideas. So... We'll see you next week what we come up with, but thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you in the next one.